Conrad Cushman, the legend in the plans. Uh, please listen every day to the showcase. The opinions and knowledge that anyone can take. Showing you how it is done. Proving I am number one. What a legend becomes. This is now my time to show you that I am here. Uh, this podcast just to make it loud and clear. Uh, by the fans. Uh, for the fans. Uh, not many who's here can understand everything pro wrestling. It can never be you. Listen to the podcast here for the people. The best show that's here. So listen in. Let the knowledge begin. The opinion and the lesson. Yes. Folks, welcome to Everything Pro Wrestling. Everything Pro Wrestling is a show by the fans for the fans. I'm your host, Conrad Cushman. Joining me tonight, my co-host, my man Derek. What's going on, D? What's up? We just finished watching WWE Backlash 2020. We're going to go over the full show, the results, review everything. We want to hear what you guys thought. Those who watched the show, uh, give us some time to do that. But before we get into all that, you know we got to give a big shout out to our sponsors. First and foremost, give a shout out to our sister site, Everything College Basketball. If you're a fan of college basketball, Please show Josh Burton and the boys some love. Uh, they are coming back out with everything college basketball. They just did a recap of an excellent game. Go check them out on your podcast platform. Um, and at the same token, you can find us on a local podcast platform as well. Oh, what's going on, Brandon? I see you, Brandon, Obi-Wan, Jordan in the chat. I see you, boys, so don't think I'm ignoring you guys. Uh, also, make sure you check out Powerslam.tv. You guys can use the promo code EPWSHOW and get one month of pro wrestling free. Check out some of your favorite local indie talents. Uh, well worth it. So if you guys get the opportunity, check out Powerslam.tv. And last, but certainly, certainly not least, it's Manscaped. We got to talk the lawnmower 3.0. This bad boy is designed for growing, grooming. Derek, how do you feel about the lawnmower 3.0? Get you in on the ad here a little bit. I love it. It does exactly what it's supposed to do. What do you mean by that? <laughs> Peace. No, um, lawnmower 3.0. It's skin safe. You guys can use it. Uh, ladies can use it as well. The 3.0 is just designed to reach those hard to reach spots. It's got a light on it. Uh, well worth it. We've got some of the other things that you guys can get. The uh, anti-chafing ball deodorant. Just put a little bit on there and you're good to go. Uh, also, the crop preserver. Uh, or excuse me, the crop reviver. That's refreshing ball toner if you guys don't know. Uh, well worth it. They have so many things that they offer. Go through Go to manscaped.com, use the promo code EPWSHOW, get 20% off and free delivery on your first purchase, and then give me a review, tell me what you guys think, and let them know that everything pro wrestling sent you there. Cool? I respect it. Uh, let's see who we got that joined us. Rob has joined us since then. Uh, he said, I was thoroughly entertained by this show overall. We're going to get to that, Rob, because we may have to uh, talk about that. Broken, what is going on? <laughs> I see you, Ace. What's going on, my brother? Good to have you in here. Uh, Rob said that the ball toner is the truth. I respect that, good sir. <laughs> Can't be mad at it. Uh, let's let's get into some of this backlash show, shall we? Because I don't want to keep you guys up all night. We don't need a super, super <coughs> long review for this, I don't feel. But I do want to get some of your thoughts, guys. So if you have it, uh, follow us with the rest of the matches. Try and keep it WWE-related, and then maybe towards the end we'll answer some questions if we got time for them. Uh, backlash 2020. Here we go. Pre-show. We started off with a United States Championship match. Uh, shows you how much they respect that title, right? <laughs> Uh, we had Apollo Crews defending his championship against Andrade with Zelina Vega in the corner. Um, it is what it is at this point. Uh, Andrade, the former champion, wants to get his title match back. He won a triple threat match where he penned his stablemate, I guess we'll say, uh, Angel Garza. This was going to lead to some trouble. Now, during this match, Kevin Owens came out. He was on commentary. He came out wearing a tie, even though he was wearing his normal attire. <laughs> Uh, sat down at the commentary booth throughout the match, and you knew something was going to happen with Angel Garza throughout this. Angel Garza gets on the rope. Uh, Kevin Owens is there to stop him. He eats a wicked stunner from Kevin Owens, and uh, Apollo Crews ends up hitting his uh, 
I don't know what you want to call it, his spin-out bomb. And he gets the one, two, three here. I thought this was a B minus match. I thought it was fun for what it was on the pre-show. Yeah. Um it was it was definitely it definitely did what it was supposed to do. Can't ask for anything more than that. Although I do feel they are disrespecting that title quite often. Ah, I want a new design for that belt too. That's just a personal me thing though. Um let's see here. Uh okay. Brandon said, I only watched the main event, but y'all know those are two of my favorite wrestlers. Yeah, that's from your era, bro. I respect that. Um, a lot of people talking that good, good. Chris DeZuba said, Derek. What's up, Chris? I guess I'm chopped liver, you know. <laughs> you know, dude who sets all this up, Chris. I got you, though. I'll remember that. Uh, Rob says, I'm surprised uh, they didn't switch the title back after the Heyman fallout. I don't think they needed to. I think Apollo's done a good job. Let Apollo rock for right now. That's how I feel. I, he, it's well-deserved. Uh, he's put in a lot of work to get nothing for, what, a good two, three years? Yeah, I mean, he's been around for, I want to say since like 2016, 2017. And Apollo's done a good job. I just think he just, give you got to give someone the opportunity. Um, but what's the best quote that I have on my personal Twitter page? Like, if you don't give somebody gas, they're never going to be able to get anywhere. Like, you can have all the leadership skills in the world. You can be the best at whatever. But if nobody's gassing you up, you're never going to go anywhere. Exactly. It's just a perfect way to put it up there. So, if you guys like somebody, tell them. Let WWE know that. Buy their shirts. Say, hey, I like this guy. It'll help out a lot more. But Apollo Crews gets the win. I gave that a B- minus for the uh, first match. And the grading scale is down below if anybody wants to know what it means. Um, let's see here. Broken said Vince will take the title off Apollo. Uh, I don't think yet. Not yet, at least. I think he's still got a little bit of time with the belt. Uh, yeah. Stop trying to steal Derek's spotlight, Conrad. <laughs> I, I'm going to remember this. One day I'm going to just flip this whole computer over. It's going to be over. <laughs> Uh, remember when he chased the Intercontinental Championship? I do remember that, Ace. That, was, that wasn't too bad for him. That wasn't too bad. Uh, we get into the first match on the main card. Some people thought that this was the best match uh, for quite some time on this card. It was the WWE Women's Tag Title Match. We have Bailey and Sasha, the champions, defending against Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross versus the Iconics, Peyton Royce and Billy Kay. Um... In my notes, I have, it was a match. <laughs> That's exactly what it was. <sighs> How do I want to put this? So, I don't want to marginalize the efforts of the competitors in the ring in this one. I think everybody in there tried. They did a good job with what they had to deal with. What I don't like in these matches, tell me, chat, if you feel the same way about this. When you're doing these matchups, right, and you're trying to set everything up, how do you guys feel about three competitors being in there because it's a uh triple threat tag match i guess we'll call it i think that there should only be two because it's easier to follow that action than a triple threat and i just think it, it muddied the waters too much yeah it, it, it was too much for me um just when like right when the bell started and the match started i'm like ah this this looks like complete chaos because nobody knew what they wanted to do in the beginning and it that to me, that seemed like it was happening way too much in this match. Like, they would they would be thinking about what they want to do, and then they were like, okay, we're good now. And then they go right back to like, okay, wait, what are we supposed to do? And then go right back. It's like, ah, that's too much for me. If you were going to do that, that should have been a, um, what, what's the old term, the, uh, the tornado match. So what, everyone should have been in at the same time? If you were going to do it like that. I don't know, man. I don't know what could have made this match better. Um, at the end of the day, here's how I saw it. When you look at who's in this match, you got the Iconics. The Iconics really haven't done too much to be in there. They've they've gotten a win over Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross, but eh. And it's then not they, and they, they, like you said, they just came back. And they were bringing up that they beat uh, Sasha and Bailey for the belts originally after they were the first champions. But I'm like, well, you guys won a, a four way tag match at WrestleMania. How long ago was that? Cut the shenanigans. I don't know. That was too long ago to be bragging about that, in my opinion. Um, Alexa and Nikki just lost them. They're not going to win them right back that quickly. No. Um, and we know that there's going to be a tag title defense on NXT against uh, Tegan Knox And I can't remember who uh, her partner was now this week on um, NXT. 
Uh, it's going to make me so mad now. It's not me again. It's someone else. Live chat. Somebody help me out when it uh, comes to that. Uh, where the Febreze at? <laughs> What's up, Nelson? <laughs> you don't need any Febreze up in here. It's all good, man. Spray yourself some of this uh, ball toner from uh, Manscaped. That'll really help out. Uh, I can't remember who they were teaming with. Now it's gonna bother me. I I don't remember. I I can see the name, but I can't I can't get it out. But in any case, like this this match was just like he said. It was it was just there. It, you know, it's just too much. It, it was just too much. Too many people in the ring at the same time for it to be a tag team triple threat match. Like that shouldn't have gone down that way. Right. I mean. Th- you can you can get into it however you want when it comes down to it at the end of the day. Uh, Bailey and Sasha got the win by stealing a pinfall. A finisher was hit. Bailey and Sasha, uh, I believe Bailey was down. Sasha came in the ring and stole the pen and penned Alexa Bliss yeah. for the quick win. Uh, no complaints, man. No complaints for me. I'm, the right team won. The question is, oh, man, I am going to find this match because it's going to bother me if I don't remember who it was. Oh, I think Rob got it. Did he hook it up? Oh, no, no, no. Nah, never mind. Shotzi, thank Is you. Shotzi? Shotzi Blackheart, yes. Okay. Oh, Tegan Knox and Shotzi Blackheart. So they're getting a title shot on NXT. I say, why not have them win it? Why not give it to someone in NXT? Be a surprise victory. Bailey and Sasha don't need the belts, really. They, no. They've got an established storyline. They do, they do. Um... Because at this point, I don't think I think you take the uh, the attention off of Sasha getting fed up with Bailey, basically because you pacified her with a tag team title. No, but I think unless they were trying to drag this out longer, because I mean, could, they're like, oh, there's no crowd, so let's hold off on this. Because Vince wants a crowd for SummerSlam. I still think he believes that there's going to be a crowd. You keep thinking that, Vince. Right. We'll see. We'll see. Sasha and Bailey get the win. We're going to have to see what happens this Wednesday on NXT. So if you guys are going to check that out, make sure you're in the Everything Pro Wrestling Facebook group. You guys can sign up in the link tree below. And, uh, yeah, join the Facebook group. Answer the questions real easy. Come in and talk wrestling with us. Uh, we gave that a C-plus for the match. That's what it was. Extreme Rules, we find out, is taking place July 19th. They went with this, like, different logo for it it's green and purple which is different colors i'm not mad at it it's just very bright and in your face which i don't know when i see extreme rules i kind of i want to see like the ecw like blood and i don't like it the logo i don't like the logo i'm not mad at it i mean I'm it, it, lo- it looks it looks too it reminds me of the uh the one summer slam um logo where it was like green and purple or no, they didn't do SummerSlam. They had, uh, what was the one? They had green and, like, blue mixed together. But SummerSlam's fun. It's vibrant colors. Maybe that's what they were going for for the time. Nah. Somebody help this man. Just a hater. Hater. Not hating, dude. I, I put, put a little more effort into it. I thought it was all right. Nah. Next match, we got to talk about Jeff Hardy versus Sheamus. Uh, I was talking to Connor earlier about this match. A uh, little bit tacky to have the uh, the drunk stuff put in here, in my opinion. Yeah, uh, we, that 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 gets a little too personal for me. You know, it's like, eh. I mean, they did it with Jake the Snake, though. They, they they did it with like Punk, kind of with the the alcohol. I mean, I guess the Punk one wasn't as bad. Punk was probably cool with it. I'm trying to think of a situation. So here's the deal: when you do these storylines, I think the person needs to really be over it before you try and do something like that. Like yes. Jeff Hardy just got out of rehab. Why would you do a storyline like this? That, that, that's that's why I didn't like it because it like a shot to the ribs. My my opinion too. Uh, let's see here. Broken says get rid of the gimmick pay per views. I agree with that hundred percent because I'm tired of the TLC or Hell in a Cell show. Uh, check that one out in the archives if you guys want a good laugh. The last Hell in the Cell show. This man went off. Uh, oh, as you say that, you guys will be lucky that this man has a partnership right now. Because I can't say how I really felt about this pay-per-view in the beginning. 
the uh let me see here rob says that the logo reminds him of the old hardy boys team extreme logo the uh green and purple i like it good point rob yeah. uh it's the jeff hardy logo it's better than great balls of fire logo jordan you are not wrong there my friend i will give you that uh Sheamus squash match i don't think this was a squash match nelson i think i see that one this one a little bit different uh, we don't need another Sasha Banks versus Bailey again. I think we do. I think Sasha Banks and Bailey have had the best women's match in WWE history, in my opinion. That NXT Brooklyn match cannot be topped so far by any of the other women's matches. There are some that have come close. There are some that have made it in the top five after that, but I don't think there's anything touching that yet. They're, they're, that's still the best women's match, in my opinion. Um, let's see here. All right, so we got to first talk. Let's talk about the P stuff and the face paint. Uh, first, in this match, they don't make face paint like they used to, bro. <laughs> no, they, you start sweating, that face paint comes right off. Yo, Sheamus just did a couple, like, face rakes to Jeff Hardy's face, and the paint was coming off. I remember back in the day when Goldust would wrestle. Goldust's face paint was staying on for at least 15 minutes, bro. And when it started peeling, it peeled like... Uh, it was like, like peeling like back paint. More like rotisserie chicken. Oh, yeah. Like that that was coming up like flooring, like yeah. Rob knows what I'm talking about when it comes to that flooring. <laughs> Appreciate you, Rob. Yeah. Um you need to stick stick some lard in that paint or something. Make yeah. Like that. Yeah, they gotta thicken that paint up though. It's probably all the old chemicals that used to be in it that shouldn't have been in it. Um also the P segment. Bro, we gotta talk about this. Yeah. First, WWE revived a segment from 2006 that wasn't even funny back then for this. But they did a... a dis- Number one, I think that this is disgusting. Toilet humor uh, is not for me. Like, I hated this. thought it was gross. Number one, the pee looked like Jeff Hardy just drank a 40 right before. Yeah, dude, I'm like, wait a minute. So you, you mean to tell me, first of all, why are you giving a man a jar that's like the size, almost the size of like a, a small pop bottle. A pop bottle, bro. He gave him like a, no, no. I'm saying, I'm saying like as in height. That joint came in the joint when you get the uh, the Wong Tong soup, bro. Like <laughs> that was a big cup. And then, and then you mean to tell me that he filled that up all the way like that in that short amount of time? Yeah, you know what? I can tell you guys some nasty stories from uh, previous jobs, but I won't. <laughs> Because it's not the time for that. So, when it comes to this, Jeff Hardy ends up getting the P. He throws it in Sheamus' face. It worked. Sheamus was disgusted by this. Uh, I didn't think the segment was that great. It, it's just what it was. I I don't know. I hate the toilet humor. Look, basically, WWE is ran by a man-child who thinks that this type of stuff is funny. Basically, um, that needs to stop. It's... <sighs> Let me see what people are saying about this match. Uh, oh, he said, I'm asking. No, I wouldn't say that about uh, this match with uh, Sheamus. I'll, I'll break it down for you right now, PR. So this match starts off. Jeff Hardy, it was really physical. Sheamus wrestles that physical style. You're going to get some bumps and bruises when you wrestle Sheamus. Yeah, smash mouth every time with him. What's going on, Connor? Just gave you a mention before this, too. Uh, good to have you in here. My man Malik's in the house, Narcolepsy Boy 94 You guys can catch me on his channel sometimes, too. Make sure you show him some love. But uh, Malik came in and said that a lot of uh, botches in this match, Jeff looked off for some reason. I don't think that he was botching. I think Jeff Hardy can't do this physical style anymore due to all the damage on his body from the ladder matches and stuff. Yeah. I think Jeff's body's just getting shot. Uh, I, you see the same thing with Matt. Edge had all that time off, so maybe he got to recoup a little bit. But the Hardy Boys have been grinding ever pretty since. Much, yeah, pretty much like nonstop. Even uh, even if it wasn't in WWE, they were they were wrestling different kinds kinds of shows like were, were Impact, things. wherever Ring of Honor. They, it didn't matter where they went. They were uh, doing something here. Uh, let's see. Rob said he could be using that Roddy Piper Bad News Brown paint. Well, you know, that ain't coming off. Yeah, oh, God. <laughs> uh, Rob said, and D did the uh, the kitchen floor, so shout out to him, too. <laughs> oh, he doesn't know part two's coming for him still. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting. Um, let's see. Uh, Malik comes in again and says, you know Vince likes corny stuff. You got that right. He definitely does. Uh, let's see here. Chris Azuba said, it's like they made the matches to suck to make the uh, main event better. Mm, maybe. Maybe. 
Uh, Vince <laughs> Vince likes to do pee jokes, B-Boy Skyline says, and uh, Jeff needs to become Brother Nero. That's not happening, brother. That's not happening right now. He's got to finish out his contract. Uh, this was a Smash Mouth match. I think Jeff really tried to do some stuff here. Uh, the match ends when he gets on top of the barricade. He goes for that classic Hardy Boys clothesline, but Sheamus hits him with a bro kick, puts him in the ring, hits him with another bro kick. You, you can count till the cows come home. He was done. One, two, three. I gave this a C plus. It wasn't the perfect match, but he still attempted to do some uh, really good stuff in here. I couldn't complain. Yeah, it, you know, it, it did what it was supposed to do, I guess. But right. What more could you ask for? Like like he said, I don't. I I have to agree. I don't think Jeff is built for the that kind of physicality. Yeah, not not anymore. He, I just think he's gonna have a hard time keeping up. Like some of these guys don't need to have twenty minute matches. Some of these guys could just go in there, give them their ten, let them do their quick match, be done with it. Exactly. Let them hit the spots that people want them to. Uh, I just erased my comment. I was about to go Carlito and switch split with people. But yeah, that's just not right. Yeah, we don't want it. We don't want that nonsense. <laughs> None of that. Uh. Broken saying he can't stand AEW fans. I get blocked on Twitter for talking good about WWE. Ah, that's just some of the fan base is just like that. Broken, don't I wouldn't stress those people. Ah, that's, that's immature thinking. Yeah, that's uh, immature thinking. Raw women's title match. We've got Asuka versus Nia Jax. I was looking forward to this one. Um, I don't even know how I want to put this. <sighs> Disappointment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I thought this was going to be way better than it was. And the problem was, it's not on the performers for why it was disappointing. Well, partially. No, I take that back. I take that back. It is partially on them. So, I put that this was okay. They ended up fighting each other for a double countout. I'm ruining the finish from the get-go. They did some good things. Nia Jax did well in the beginning. And then there were just certain parts of it that kind of came off as... um, What's the word I'm looking for? Not smooth. I don't want to say lazy. I want to say uh, like maybe more more so nonchalant. Less impact. They like okay. they try. She tried to do some moves that should have had great impact, and it just didn't have it. It wasn't there. Um, and maybe it was because it was going to be a double countout finish. The finish kind of sucked. Yeah. Um, and we know that this is leading to another match at Extreme Rules between them because usually Nia Jax and Oscar actually have pretty good matches. Uh, to me, Nia Jax does better with the Ronda Rousey's. And Asuka's in the ring than she would with uh, an Alexa Bliss or whatever. For whatever reason, it just works better for her to have someone with that submission dynamic. Because Nia gets to be the badass and at the same time, she gets to have uh, submission moves put on her. And she gets worn down. Like the Giants getting the uh, tree chopped down. If if, uh, What's the word I'm looking for? If uh, the proverbial effect here, Nia is the tree. They gotta chop her down, yeah, but she's big, fighting back. Yeah, the big, uh, basic uh, David and Goliath kind of thing. Much, much better comparison than to what I was trying to say. Uh, David and Goliath. We gave this a C minus. I got nothing else to say. You, you want to chime in with anything else? Um. Basically, we just know that this is going to be set up for another match. Um, what do you want to see? If you had to put these two in another match, what kind of match would you want to see them in? I would want to see them in a straight-up wrestling match, but... It's Extreme Rules, though. You know they're going to put a gimmick behind it. Which, I mean, I guess it makes sense. Maybe you don't do count-outs and DQs. Maybe you do false count anywhere. You could do that, yeah. Or an Extreme Rules match. You could do that. Let them use weapons I mean, and stuff. My, see, here, here's the thing, though. I feel like it's messed up because... I don't really picture Asuka using weapons all like that. Nia Jax, yes. But then it's just, I mean, I guess it works because Nia Jax is the the, the heavyweight. So she's going to use her own size and added material just to make sure to put Asuka down. Because Asuka is one to just keep on pushing through all of it. But... I don't see Oscar using weapons all like that. Right. So having another match at Extreme Rules just kind of it it doesn't doesn't work for me. I would rather see them in a regular match. Gino Morgan just said he didn't watch the pay-per-view tonight. Felt like it wasn't worth watching. 
Well, judging by what you just heard from us, uh, it may have not been. But I assure you that there was something good on here. Uh, well, two maybe things. two two things. Two things. Uh, Broken mentioned the double countout. Ace said he thinks it should be a steel cage match. I will go with that. I will do a, as a long as you cage. keep it a traditional cage match. Uh, that that'll work. Unless you want to have maybe Kyrie saying get a revenge, like you were saying before, on Nia Jax. Yeah. But maybe you could do a top rope elbow from the steel cage. That elbow drop. That Woo. Would be, that'd be beast. That, uh, would, that would be nice. That would be nice. Chris Zuba said Oscar could use the green miss. I like it, Chris. That's a good point. Yeah. Uh, I hate it. Charlotte's winning the title at SummerSlam. Some people think Charlotte's going to be added and make it a triple threat match. God, no. <laughs> Please. Don't do that. Speaking of things not to do, let's get to the Universal Championship match. We've got uh, the Strowman Express, as it was called. <sighs> He is defending the title in a two-on-one handicap match against The Miz and John Morrison. Sure, it wasn't Bolo? Peace. <laughs> so, Braun Strowman is out there, and Miz and Morrison have come out first. And they're, they're going through all the stuff that they did to him, getting the van flipped over, all the childish BS that no one cares about. And Miz and Morrison come out, and all of a sudden, I stepped out of the room, and I came back, and I'm like, dude, is there a music video on right now? And they made a music video for that hey, hey, ho, ho garbage. At least they were on point with that. John John Morrison was funny. I will say that, at least in it. Like, I was just like, oh, he's having way too much fun doing this. But to oh, me, yeah. they're just the corniest dudes now yes. doing this. Yes. I think it was better way back in, like, 08, 09 when they were doing it. They were hipper back then. Yeah. Uh, Rob said, this is the only thing that I thoroughly hated. Uh, Not mad at you, Rob. Not mad at you. Rob, I tried to be kind to this. Uh, Towards the end of the music video, here comes Strowman. He comes out. Strowman Express. Whatever. Lifts his hands up um, to get out there. I don't have a lot to say about this match. Strowman's the big man. These two are smaller. Strowman's using power. They're trying to outsmart him with double team moves. They're the tag team specialists. I mean, they were just the tag team champions, right? I don't like I don't like two-on-one handicap matches where people are going to lose. It makes you look stupid, in my opinion, when the person who has the advantage loses. I, I would not book these unless it's with uh, jobbers, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, like the way, no matter how big or how strong Braun is... It's a handicap match for a reason. So you really think, unless if you're like Mike Tyson, who's just knocking people out with one hit in like 2.5 seconds, which Braun Strowman is not going to do. So I would gladly thank him if he stops saying get these hands because he doesn't knock anybody Well, out. he hasn't used that in a while. It's Now it's this Strowman Express stuff. I don't know where well, I'm this just saying, came like, from. Like the phrase, like, get these hands, but you're not knocking anybody out. Touche. Touche. I, listen, I just think Braun right now is boring. SmackDown has nothing to offer. I said it. Look, you know what? This is We might as well get on the Paul Heyman thing real quick. You got it. This. So, look, Paul Heyman has been released from his Raw duties. To me, when you ask how is the hierarchy going for shows that are on WWE, NXT is the best, followed by Monday Night Raw in the second slot because Paul Heyman was trying to push new people at least. I And Heyman said he told everybody it was going to take 18 months to establish new stars. You had to give him a year and six months to try to get some of these guys over because there's damage that have been done to some people that you can't repair easily. Right. And and it's it's not fair. You can't bring him to the plate and then not let him produce Look, because you don't like something. And think about this. Bischoff lasted four months on SmackDown. That's crazy that they brought them in. Remember that big announcement? It was a year ago now. Yeah. Four months Bischoff lasted. Heyman lasted a year. And Bruce Pritchard came in, took over, so he's been in the role for about eight months. You're basically the fall guy for Vince's ideas. You're writing for the audience of Vince McMahon. If he doesn't like it, it ain't happening. It's not going on the show. I don't care what he said in that press release. You know that's what it is. And with him being gone, the shows are going to suffer. And Bruce, I'm not going to front. I like Bruce Pritchard. And I know that he's probably the best person to communicate with Vince. He's worked with him since... Since I was born, basically. Like, the dude has been with WWE since 1987. 
He's been on and off. I know he got fired twice in 91 and in 2008, if I'm not mistaken. I get it. Bruce was gone. But Bruce knows how to communicate with Vince. He knows how to say, I know what he likes. This is what you're talking about. But SmackDown has been garbage, period. This show is unwatchable at some times. Like, we're doing anything else, bro. We'll flip to a station. I'll go to TNT, and I'm like, yo, Batman Dark Knight is on. We're watching this instead. Like, yeah. SmackDown sucks. SmackDown has... It, and it's crazy, too, because... Raw used to be better than SmackDown. Then SmackDown used to be better than Raw. Now we're back at Raw being better than SmackDown, even though Raw isn't that much better. Yeah. Um, let me see here. Uh, you know what? Let's help, let's help Nelson out real quick. Uh, Nelson says, hey, guys, call me out. Uh, his daughter doesn't think he's telling the truth, so say hi, Bella. Hi, hi Bella. Bella. How are you? Your father is telling the truth. Definitely telling the truth. And tell him that he owes me two fifty of that five dollars, or All about, right. or about tree fitting. Tray fitting. <laughs> <laughs> you could pay us later, Nelson. All good. Uh, people think Vince is trying to kill NXT. I have heard that Vince is trying to put more of his thoughts onto it because he does not like that they're losing the ratings battle with AEW. He wants the ratings higher, period, anyway. And you're going to lose more ratings doing that because you're losing ratings with SmackDown and Raw. So just sit back and just let everybody do what you hired them to do. You can't micromanage everything. Uh, original Biggie said if it happened on SmackDown, it didn't happen. <laughs> this is true. Uh, and B-Boy Skyline says SmackDown is garbage. Back to this match, though. So, Miz proves he's the dumbest heel that I've ever seen. They end up hitting, uh, Morrison hits the spin kick on him, tags out, or no, Miz gets in, hits the Skull Crusher finale, tags Morrison. Morrison, at the same time, stomps him on the back. It looks like it's over. I'm like, yo, GG, right? Right. Morrison's got the pen. One, two, Miz pulls him off. Why would you do that? Why, would you not rather have your tag partner be the WWE champion? Or would you rather have Braun Strowman? We talk about dumb babyface syndrome. This is stupid heel syndrome. Why? Yes. You had the perfect opportunity to then challenge Morrison later. Why would you do that? That's so stupid. I can't. I can't. Braun gets up, Rex House, Morrison gets pen one, two, three, C minus. Suck. Don't go back and watch this match. If you ever go back and watch this show, skip this match. It'll save you a lot of aggravation. There. Pretty much. Pretty much. There. Ah. Uh, uh let's see here. Um <laughs> he said I got you. <laughs> My man. <laughs> Uh, Connor wrote stupid, stupid, stupid. Uh, he wants to put main roster talent on NXT. Broken. I'm fine with that. I just want something that makes sense. The draft process. Go back and check out the very beginning of our shows. This this started in 2016. Honestly, I have another channel. If you guys ever look it up, you'll probably be able to find it. Where I was doing videos before this. I was doing wrestling video game videos, reviewing some things, and we would just get into some stuff. But in 2016, if you go back, there was a video talking about the draft. Me and Casey Briggs are in it. We told people this would not work, and people got mad. They did not want to hear that. I'm telling you, this is why it doesn't work. When they say they're going to have a draft, I do not care. I have never liked WWE doing drafts because it means nothing. Yeah, especially if you have people crossing the brands. It means nothing. Hold on. Hello? It's nothing. It's for you, WWE. It means nothing. It's garbage. Oh, I can't stand it, dude. I just I just want the best for the, the performers and the company and the brand. We grew up on this. Why isn't it better? Ah! Like, I, w I would hire people in this chat right now to be on the writing team before I would hire... Other people, and I get it. The writing team's probably really creative people who can't express themselves because of Vince. If Vince is holding all the keys, he's getting all the blame. He needs it. John L., what's going on? Uh, he said, oh, we'll get we'll get into that, John L. Remind me at the end when we're talking about the main event. Uh, let's get into the WWE title match. Drew McIntyre 
versus Bobby Lashley with my man MVP in the corner. Uh, they've done a great job building this up. The whole drama with Lana uh, being Bob Lashley's wife, as Derek likes to still call him. I mean, it's it's. I, th- I think it's respectful. Uh, I think it's disrespectful. Bobby Lashley um, comes out, and during the entrances, Bobby Lashley locks on the full Nelson. I, I want to call it the master lock. Uh, he puts the master lock in, shakes Drew, beats Drew's ass. I like it. Um, I thought it was really well done with what they did here. Derek, oh. did you happen to check out their match from uh, Impact Wrestling? Absolutely not. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, I... I... <laughs> Oh my gosh, I was about to choke. <laughs> I mean, no, I did check it out. Um, he, he showed it to me. Oh Lord. But, <laughs> no, I showed you a piece. I showed you like the ending. That doesn't count. Oh, well then no, I absolutely didn't see it at all. Waxy. Uh, Malik said the same thing I think I said on Twitter. Bobby versus Drew is a sleeper match. This uh, was one of Bobby Lashley's best matches. In a while, I feel like he is—he was really good tonight. I think Bobby Lashley has to be in a serious role with a serious gimmick. I think in has other companies, he was like the Brock Lesnar, and I think he needs to be in that type of role. He does. Um, quick and straight to the point for him, honestly. that that's, that's how it should be until he gets to the person who he has to actually wrestle. So... You have to kind of make him another Brock Lesnar, or like something like it. He's got to he's got to be in an athletic position to where he is seen as like a, a talent that people are going to have to try to go through. Yes, and I think this is perfect for Drew. It gives Drew a challenge that uh, many people would be like, "Well, how is he going to win this?" I like it. the The full Nelson made me. I started saying to you even. I was like, "Hey, is this going to be it? Like, is he not going to win tonight?" Right. Lashley did pretty well in here. There were two things that I thought hurt this a little bit. Dropping Drew on his neck when they were on the outside. Oh. Hopefully Drew's okay because he got... Yeah, he... he, After that drop, he's probably going to need some chiropractic care. And after that, too, they had another spot where Lashley's charging at Drew and Drew's supposed to uh, belly-to-belly suplex him over the guardrail. Lashley did not clear it, and he got caught a little bit, so hopefully he didn't injure himself on anything either. Just be careful when you're putting the spots together, whoever's putting these matches together. You don't need all the, the dipsy doodah and all that stuff. Just wrestle. I, I felt like that part wasn't needed. Cause, I mean, it's two, it's two big guys. You don't expect two big guys to be doing that. You know, like, all right, I'm going to toss you over the over the barricade. Like, like, like I would, like if I was freaking... Randy Orton or somebody like no you don't you don't need it you don't need it it, it to me it was just extra um whatever it's just, what, just the just the power alone is gonna do what you need it, it to me it wouldn't have made me enjoy the match more if I saw that in there now in the end of the match here comes Lana down to the ring Lana gets up she's climbing up the stairs I don't know what she thinks she's about to do but you know how it goes. There's a distraction going on. She om- Lashley almost runs into her. Goes whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, then Drew pushes him in, and Lana flies off the apron into MVP. Lashley turned around <laughs> into the hardest Claymore kick I think I've seen so far. I don't know that. Just a perfect noise. Uh, down goes Lashley. One, two, three. Talk less Claymore. Uh, Drew gets the win. I'm happy with this. I thought this was a B match. This was definitely a B match. This was the best match on the card. Worst part was the Lana interfering stuff. Uh, Rob mentioned that to me too. And I I fully agree with him. Lana coming out like hurt it a little bit, but at the same time, it needed to happen for where the storyline was going. Yeah, yeah, this was the best best match on the card up to this point. Um, I I was very shocked because... I don't like Bob all like that, so. Well, John L. says that Bobby Lashley doesn't care about Lana anymore. Lashley ended up walking away from her and MVP giving her the uh, the stink eye afterwards. Good. I mean, but then what do you do with Lana after this happens? Hmm. What direction do you throw her? Because somebody's not there anymore. So. Rusev Day. 
I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I don't know. You're going to have to find a different role for her. Maybe general man. I don't know. They're, they'll have to find something that's going to work for Lana eventually. Or, or you know, how about turn her into an actual wrestler since she's going to be there for, what, a five-year five contract? Actually turn her into a wrestler and have her be a, a competitor this time. Let me see here. Uh, we got Dyson Dark. Looks like they're new to the stream. What's going on, Dyson? Good to have you in here. He said he just finished watching the Edge and Orton match. I don't know if that face is uh, for exhaustion or s- sleepy from watching yeah. it. Uh, Claymore Town all day, every day. Truly, the A says. I respect it. Uh, Bobby Lashley's best match was versus Simon Dean. Laugh out loud, not really. <laughs> Terrible. Uh, John L said, we all knew Lana was coming out. You know Bobby Lashley, is. Uh, don't get a re- he's going to get a rematch at Extreme Rules, I think he was trying to say. Yeah, I can see that. I feel like they don't have anybody for him to face either right now. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think so either. Like right now, there's nobody really there. I mean, there are, but there's not. Right. Well, we'll see. We'll see. To me, th- who else could you put him against? I think you do Lashley again. SummerSlam. Maybe they go Brock. I don't think you need to. Maybe they do, and then Alistair Black would be the only other person I see in contention. Right. Um. I mean, you could throw Seth back in there, that, but that's probably down the line. I don't. I, I think Seth goes again, loses again, goes on a stronger rampage. Drew somewhere down the line loses the title. Seth pulls out. You know, it. It's just long winded. Seth will get the title back in like the next few months, say six to seven months. Hmm. I think if I think if the gimmick gets over, they'll let him get it back. But for right now, I'm cool with Seth in the role he's in, like that yeah, oh upper yeah. mid card person to go through. Definitely. Uh, Dice said no, he was sad because of that match. We're gonna get into that match in a little bit here. Uh, some people are saying it's gonna be SummerSlam, Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton, and that's what John Nella brought up. Do you want to see Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton? I you know I would enjoy that. I think that'd be a good match. I would Why enjoy not? That. That, I think that would definitely be a good match. I would be down with that. Uh, Rusev with Lana on that chiropractor show on YouTube. Uh, Dr. Uh, I believe it's Dr. Bo Hightower. Shout outs to you, bro. Check out that Lashley episode. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Rumors are Bobby versus Brock at SummerSlam. How do you feel about that? I'm down. I've, I've always wanted to see those two fight each other. Like It's been talked about for years. Like What would happen if uh, Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar got in there? I'm down. Brock doesn't need to be in a title match every time. Let right. those two just have an exhibition match against each other. Right. Um, I don't know if I would care to see it. You don't think that'd be a fun match? No. They're both really athletic. I think they could do some good stuff. Uh, Brock's old now. now. Brock can do some stuff. Listen, he chooses to wrestle like that. Does he really? Uh, let's see. Dyson says, no, Randy doesn't deserve anything. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll see. I'm with, I'm with it, Malik. Derek's being a hater, so we're just gonna ride out on that. <laughs> That's right. Anytime he disagrees, he's just a hater. <laughs> Raw tag title match, if this was a match. I don't have a grade for this. this. I don't know what this was. This is why I say you are lucky he has a partnership. <laughs> So, Street Profits versus Viking Raiders. In, this was like a cinematic style match-esque. Uh, in this match, they ended up brawling with each other. Like, just randomly backstage. They were supposed to have a match. Classic WWE bait and switch. We see turkey legs in this match. Golf clubs. Bowling balls. Shields get, and axes. Can we get off the turkey legs, bro? Like, come on. You know Vince thinks it's funny. Ah, they're Vikings, so they like turkey legs. I already changed their names to some stupid stuff. Ivar and... I, I just hate the Ivar name. I'm just like, why couldn't they just keep their same names? Hanson and Roe or... You know, I don't know. They they could have just did something different than what they did with this. Uh, I did like the part where they put uh, Ivar through the window. Where... Yes. Uh, who was it from the Street Profits now? Um, uh, your boy, D'Angelo Dawkins. Yeah. He uh, basically like pounces him through a window. Looked really cool. 
got that sugar glass you were looking for. Sugar cane. <laughs> <laughs> so that was all right. Uh, your boy Tazawa comes out. So Tazawa rolls up with all these people on motorcycles. Bro. Dressed in... They look like foot soldiers from Ninja from Ninja Turtles, bro. Why did they do this? This that, was so stupid. Can, can I say that was racist on so many levels, bro? And then they did the uh, the rush hour fight yeah, scene. Come on, dude. <laughs> that the only the only difference was uh, what's the name? Wasn't freaking Asian? Who? Um, not Ivar. Um, who Eric Ro- Eric? Yeah, like, come on. <laughs> the uh the Foot Clan. Rob said, "Sorry, Foot Soldiers, Foot Clan, all the same. Uh, you could call them the damn putties if you wanted to. All right, that's." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, the, you know, the putties used to get whooped on, but they but they definitely would come. Like if it was like five on one, they was getting. Shout out to all the dads and grandpas that used to cheer for the putties when you were watching Power Rangers. <laughs> I'm not even going front, bro. I. I used to cheer for them. Come on, get a kick in. <laughs> Something like, yo, make this interesting, bro. Y'all, y'all get whooped on. Dyson said, was this supposed to be a match? I don't think so. I didn't treat I think it like it, it was I a match. I think it was because I'm telling you, at the end of the segment. There was no referee. The referee came in after. At That's... the end of the segment, she said, what are you guys doing? You guys have a match next. Well, you jump to the end. Hold on real quick. Because everybody in the chat saying that was Shaq. Uh, nah, so, time out. Shaq. No, that was uh, Jordan Omagbian. Uh, I think is how you say it. Omagbin. Uh, he's the tall, newest recruit down in the NXT uh, Performance Center. Uh, I'm going to give kudos to Rob for telling me how to say that name. So, shout out to Rob. Uh, Power Rangers versus the Putties. Laugh out loud. Uh, yeah, that's who was uh the the tall dude at the end with the uh sword. They, they had people pulling out swords. They went up top, flipped over into a dumpster. Then you got the scene where Derek was talking about the ref comes out and says you have a match next. Bait and switch. Uh, Ivar kept getting flashbacks to women telling him he's hot, and then Eric, you not so much. You know the the line they kept using yeah. for weeks and weeks and weeks. Uh, let's see here. PR says, what happened to, uh, AOP? They suffered from injuries. I know one of them got hurt. I don't remember who. I think someone tore a rotator cuff, if I'm not mistaken. That was the latest rumor going around. So that's why they stopped appearing with Rollins. It was right before the, uh, the pandemic started. So, uh, John L said, they don't know what to do with the tag team division Monday night. Raw. Dude, combine the tag divisions at this point because Raw only has two teams. That's why they're drawing these segments out because they have nowhere to go with these tag teams. <sighs> uh, oh, excuse me. Rob said one of them tore a bicep. I knew it was something like that. Uh, Chris DeZuba said they said that things got out of hand fast like an anchor man. That escalated quickly. Uh, stop. Definitely with Shaq Malik said. Hey, hoops. <laughs> Disrespect. Uh, Rob said, Handsome Johnny strikes again. <laughs> Please stop referencing that indie gimmick, Rob. <laughs> Nobody knows it. <laughs> um, what happened to the hacker broken set? Don't know. Seems like they forgot. You know, classic WWE. Uh, Razor got injured. Thank you, Ace, for coming in with who it was specifically. So, yeah, I'm going to leave this with nothing in it. Uh, I think this was the weakest of the cinematic matches. Very. I didn't like this one as compared to the other ones. Boneyard match still has my heart, man. I'm telling you. That was the best one. It's time for the main event, though. It is time for the greatest wrestling match ever. The meat and potatoes. Edge versus Randy Orton. They do their entrances. They had some backup like sound effects and all of it with the boos and the cheers. The piped-in like noises really hurt this because you only saw like seven people and everything was off <laughs> with them completely while they were doing this. Oh lord. They had the Madison Square Garden old school like mic setup come down and they actually had Howard Finkel's voice because I'm sure he has announced Randy Orton and Edge's name a few times. And they used Howard Finkel's voice to make the announcement for the match with the cheers and boos and everything else. Charles Robinson comes out, he's wearing the old school ref attire. I kind of appreciated that. You know, that was definitely a nice um, honor to 
back in the day, how they used to dress and everything. So I, I, I enjoyed that too. Right. Uh, what's good, Steve? I see Steve in the chat. Uh, last spotted on SmackDown. It glitched out for a second. What's good, brother? Uh, Dyson said, no, it doesn't deserve that name. Darth Yoda in the chat. What's good, bro? I won't call out the governments. I won't call out the... I know who it is, though. Uh, let's see. Chris said, good old Fink. Yes, rest in peace, Howard Finkel, man. Uh, so, Charles Robson, Lil Nate has the old school ref attire on, explains the rules to everything. Very well done. Now, uh, I'm sorry. Derek took notes at this point. Derek's first notes were the clap were offbeat. <laughs> they were, though. They were definitely off. This is awesome. Like, that's what it sounded like. Yeah. Can we at least put some bass in our voice? If I get that there's no crowds because of uh, everything happened with the pandemic. But can we get it together, people? Who, who directed this? I don't know. It, it was horrible. Who's responsible for this trash? This hot garbage. Fix it. Um, this was a technically sound match you also put down. Uh, very good wrestling in it. Yes. Um, if anything, you you will always notice just a match, but then you'll notice a wrestling match, and this was a wrestling match. Right? They They went in there. They wrestled for once. Like, it was wrist locks and headlock takedowns. Arm drag. Head scissors. Uh, counter wrestling. Okay, you went for arm drag twice. I'm not falling for it the third time. Exactly. Try it again. Um, they did really well here. And I think a main thing to think about, it goes back into the argument with Tommaso Ciampa and Randy Orton. Do you prefer the NXT style? Or do you prefer the style that Orton and Edge wrestled? Because I think Orton and Edge wrestled an old school style today, one that we haven't seen for a few years. I, I would go with the uh, the Orton and Edge wrestling. Because, you prefer that? Yeah, um, because because it's like all right, you're playing chess versus checkers. It's like okay, well, you got me with that arm drag twice. Don't think you're gonna get me with it again. I'm gonna make you think you got me, but then I just pulled off. Or verse, it made you look stupid. Uh, Connor said, it's nice to see an old school match for once to set up a bunch of spots. Uh, I'm not mad at it for that either. I agree. I agree. Um, I did like the fact that uh, Randy throwing Edge into the, the barricade and we got that hockey sound. It sounded like someone got body checked. Oh my God. The, the first one was like definitely on point. The reverberation <laughs> off the boards uh, when someone gets body checked. If we had a soundboard for or a soundbar for that, oh my god, that would have rumbled. Uh, it was really good. Uh, they used spots of the table, the stairs. You could hear Edge breathing throughout this. My words will not do this justice. If you like wrestling, like seeing wrestling hold, wrestling maneuvers, you're gonna enjoy this match. And I thought Edge busted out some moves that I didn't. I haven't seen Edge bust out in a while. Right. Exactly. I think sometimes wrestlers get comfortable in their certain styles, and this time they kind of branched out a little bit. Uh, Derek was looking for a move in this match that didn't happen with Randy Orton. Oh, my God. Please remind me, or if anybody can remember, the last match Randy Orton had where he never, never used the power slam. I mean, I he looked for think, it once. I can't think. He, I think he looked for it. Yeah, I think he looked for it the one time. But the fact of the matter is he did not hit it. That is, to me, the best power slam in wrestling today. Where was it? I missed it. Listen, in this match, we saw Olympic slams by Randy Orton. We saw a nice uh, kick-out movement of the execution. I saw spots from 04. I told you the spear spot was going to happen. Orton's yep. going to jump up. And we saw an RKO right out of that. Edge tried some roll-ups. Another RKO. Lots of kickouts. But the finish of the match comes when Edge and Orton are locked up. And Orton low blows him. But the ref couldn't tell. I get it. Ref was out of position. Edge goes down. And Randy Orton uses a move he hasn't used in quite some time. The punt kick. To put him out of commission. Right. He gets the one, two, three from it. Randy Orton has won the greatest match ever. Was it the greatest match ever? No. I won't say that, but this was one hell of a match. 
in a long time. Right. Like, like as far as wrestling goes. It was fun. It was fun. I think they... Edge said it best uh, with ESPN. This was going to be a hard match to live up to because you can't put the tagline, the greatest ever on anything. If I said this is going to be the greatest stream ever, you guys are going to be expecting surprises, hoopla, whatever. Now, do I go in thinking I'm ever going to do a bad stream? Hell no. You can't go in thinking that. You get no. you just go in like, yeah, we're going to uh, do the damn thing. Not mad at it. Now, I give this match grade of an A. A. Real quick. PR, you are absolutely right. Forgive me for that. Goldust does have the best power slam. You put it over. Or, look, that's up for debate because I think Ron Simmons needs to be in there too. Ron Simmons does have a great power slam. Yeah, you guys are sleeping. Um, I first want to give a big shout out to John Nell, who was often in here. Uh, John Nell is a graduate of 2020. So, salute to you, good sir. Congrats. Definitely. Uh, very well deserved. And I'm happy for you, my brother. So, thank you so much for being in here. And I'm sorry that your graduation got ruined by a stupid pandemic and everything else that yeah. went on with it. Yeah, de- definitely um, enjoy it. Uh, be safe. Because there, you know, I've, I've been around a couple 2020 graduates and I've seen some stupid, stupid stuff. Hence, uh, I, yesterday I went for a run at the park. I respectfully declined running at the park because it was just a whole bunch of 2020 graduates there. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not getting caught up in this because somebody's going to get drunk. Somebody's going to get stupid. I'm too old for that. Don't have the time. You have fun, John, now. <laughs> Live your life, bro. We were young once, too. I know. I'm just saying, you know, be safe. Party hard, but be safe. Connor said Big Daddy Dave will give this match 1.5 stars. <laughs> you leave Dave Meltzer alone. All right. Uh, I I don't even bring him up. I do my own thing on this, but Big Daddy Dave, I've never heard. I've heard Uncle Dave, but never that. Um, let's see. Rob said congrats to the class of 2020 for John L. Uh, Dyson said Randy doesn't deserve anything ever again. Dyson, why are you so mad about this? Let me know, bro. I want to hear why you're mad about this. Did Randy Orton do his backbreaker move? Yes, he did. Yes, he did. He did. One of my favorite moves to hit. Ask uh, B-Boy Skyline. <laughs> classic. Classic. Uh, let's see. Malik comes in. He says, they told a great story. Wasn't the best match ever, but they told a damn good match. Uh, they had a damn good match. Uh, two of the all-time best delivered. Rob said he loved this match. I'm not disagreeing with you guys. I am not. Uh, I just think that when you hyped it up for that, whew, difficult. Difficult to uh, put it down on this. John L says, do you think the WWE overhyped this match? Uh, the, uh, I'm sorry. I got messages coming in that took it away. Do you think WWE overhyped this match uh, on the card being the greatest match ever? I think so. I think you had nowhere to go with this, though. Like, it was going to be that no matter what. I think with what they had, they delivered. Yes. Um, adding all the all the, all the the piped-in noise and the uh, the announcement stuff with uh, the great Fink, um, that was pushing it a little bit. I, th- I still think this would have been as good as it was without all of that. I think it was fine. I, I didn't like the uh, the piping in of sounds. I thought that was pretty bad. I would have been fine with you just doing the part with Little Nate and him just explaining the rules and everything else. Right. I get what you were trying to do. Don't pipe in noise. Because it made the crowd sound worse. They sounded unenthusiastic about certain things. They sounded very off. Don't do that. Let's see here. Dyson has finally responded. Uh, hold on. Let's get to Broken, too. Broken says, Shayna Baszler's not getting pushed by the way she looks. Well, that's stupid because Shayna Baszler is actually a great wrestler. She is. Uh, Dyson says, I am mad at the match because of the fact that they had to ruin the match with a low blow. You cannot call it the best match ever and have the end move be a low blow. That's uh, what it is. They're tell- they were- they told a good story, I thought. I, yeah, but I-, I-, I respect where he's coming from, though. I mean... But but you know what though? I like the fact that this wasn't ended with an RKO or yeah. an execution. You know what I mean? Like 
dare I say, people are going the same route of other people by not ending matches with finishers. Thank you for not bringing up the company's name because I want to stay focused on WWE. I mean, we are. I'm just saying. Right, we did, we did. Just saying. Let's talk overall show grade, folks. Um, let me know. You guys can either say it was a thumbs up or a thumbs down show for you or give it a letter grade uh, like we're about to do. I am I think this is fair. This is what I put for the overall. I don't know if you agree with that. I agree with that. I'm going to give this show an overall grade of a C. Here's my breakdown why. You cannot have an eight-match card. and no. I'm, inclu- I'm including the pre-show Can't. with two good matches. Yeah. That that's not a good percentile. All right, <laughs> that's uh, that ain't it, Chief. Yeah, and, not it at all. And to me, you had an A and a B match, but there were a lot of C minuses, as you heard us say in the middle. You had some weird finishes. You had a double countout finish on this show. I think a lot of that stuff hurt it. Uh, some people are saying B minus. Broken's gonna say C minus. Connor says C minus. I think this show is gonna be very. Uh, Polarizing. Whoa, Chris Zuba Ooh, said Chris. D minus Ooh. and thumbs down. See, I, I there were a couple matches where I wanted to give a D, but this man won't let me do it. There's a reason for that. <laughs> I've only given out one D ever, and it was on a retro review of Mongo and Goldberg. <laughs> that is it. Don't worry. I know matches that'll be Fs. If you guys ever suggest them, you will get the F version of matches, but I haven't done a uh, retro review in quite some time. Uh, truly, the ace went C as well. BR Nightmare said, I'm going to give it the IDC, which is I don't care. <laughs> I can respect it. I respect it, people. I don't think this show was that good. You've got some work to do to make up for uh, Extreme Rules. Now, is that show going to be better in a month? Hopefully. And also, we've got SummerSlam coming up. Are crowds going to be back in time for SummerSlam? Can you properly build to this show for SummerSlam? lot of open areas for people to try to fill in. I wouldn't even be thinking about SummerSlam. I would be thinking about your card for ex- Extreme Rules. Right. You're, you're already advertising another pay-per-view and you don't even have a card out. Well, they got to say what the name of it's going to be because sometimes they change the names of the shows. Look, when's the last time we had Backlash in June? Backlash was always after uh, WrestleMania back in the old days. That's true. Uh, Chris Zuba said later, Derek. Uh, PS5 or Xbox Series X, guys. I'm PS5. Yeah. Yeah. You can say it looks like a modem, but we all know Xbox Series X looks like a trash can. A modem of greatness. (laughs) Uh, PR said Xbox. Come on, bro. (laughs) Come on, bro. Uh, Rob's giving it a C plus. You're putting some big bank on those those good matches, bro. I just think there were so many matches that were just eh, not enough. Dice said <laughs> he gave it an X. Uh, down, thumbs down, toilet paper, bad uh, F minus, angry face. All right. Uh, original Biggie said backlash. <laughs> uh, Steve said, listen, if the crowd is dead, when they come back, they need to stay gone. <laughs> Both of them, <laughs> Rob said. Uh, bring on the bubbly. I like it, guys. Um, I, I'm going to be back hopefully on Tuesday. Not sure what it's going to be about just yet. Uh, I, I'm starting to feel like the Tuesday podcasts are getting hard to do, so we'll see where that leads to uh, for later on. I am going to check out the Undertaker stuff, and hopefully I'll be able to uh, get into it uh maybe a little bit on the podcast when we talk about it on wednesday we got an aew dynamite stream and hopefully if i can watch it i will try to do a review of the uh ring of honor show that they've got coming up new japan's got some good matches coming out this week we've got a lot to be happy about in wrestling so uh come through make sure you guys show some love hey zeus you are late my friend to this party you are late definitely hey zeus you give me a clean fight, and I will accept this match. Uh, PS5, bring back the SmackDown versus Raw games. Not happening. No. Brian already let us know. It, you got to deal with whatever 2K is cooking up. But I do like that they're uh, making efforts to make the game better. But for myself... Are they really? They are. I'll show you after. Okay. I got some insight. Oh, all right. For myself, Derek... This is going to be the uh, end of this stream, and hopefully you guys enjoy this one.
We are out. Peace. Everyday pro wrestling, they can never be you. Listen to the podcast for the people. The best show that's here, so listen in. Let the knowledge begin. The opinions, the lesson, yes. For the fans, uh, for the fans, uh. Not many in this can understand, uh. This the podcast to show you who I am, uh. Conrad Cushman, the legend in the plans, uh. Please listen every day to the showcase. The opinions and knowledge that anyone can take. Showing you how it is done. Proving I am number one. What a legend becomes. This is now my time to show you that I am here. Uh. This podcast just to make it loud and clear. Uh. By the fans, uh. For the fans, uh. Not many who's here can understand everything pro wrestling, they can never be you. Listen to the podcast here for the people, the best show that's here, so listen in. Let the knowledge begin, the opinion and the lesson, yes. Everyday pro wrestling, they can never be you. Listen to the podcast for the people, the best show that's here, so listen in. Let the knowledge begin, the opinions, the lesson, yes. Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. Everything Pro Wrestling, it's your boys from the Everything College Basketball Podcast and Facebook group. I'm Josh Burton, letting you all know that if you like the college game, that there's only one spot. To come find all you need to know. Yep, Josh, Peyton, and myself, Tyler. We are the three voices of ECB podcast and Facebook group. Peyton, tell them where they can uh, find us and listen to us at. Well, Tyler, you can find us on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and all other podcast hosting sites. Also, go join our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups like Everything College Basketball. So if you want everything you need to know about the collegiate game or have a passion for it, there's only one spot that you need to check out on a weekly basis or a daily basis with the Facebook group. That's everything college basketball. Now let's get back to Conrad informing you on everything pro wrestling and the workings around it. Brother.